back onto um, Doom Chaos and um, Tony Stark being the evil as oh, Tony Stark is the real villain. Plain and simple. He created Ultron. He's the villain. And went. I mean, him. he's created how many villains in the MCU now? Half of them. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off as you were about to do your lovely intro. You can continue. <laughs> Welcome to the Space Society Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond. Desmond's Dave Robinson. <laughs> and I am your co-host, Panita the Interrupter, Lavario. Yeah, we had a, we had, we had a good 20-minute conversation on wrestling. Um, and like Dark Side of the Ring, I'm drained from it. It's, I mean, you're not wrong. World shit you're is not, very draining. You're not wrong. You know what? If I can get a fucking wrestler on this podcast and let them speak for themselves, I will do a mic. No, I spent too much money on for this microphone. I ain't dropping shit. Fuck that. <laughs> No, I am not, I'm gonna do a mic. No, I just spent too much money. Razor, you are fucking expensive. I had to wait for an Amazon sale, El Diablo, for a fucking to get this microphone. And speaking of Amazon, we're now on Amazon Music. You can listen to us there. Audible.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcast. We're on definitely podcast services around the globe. If Amazon tick kicks us off, because that one little comment. It's it, fine. It, it's fine. You, you know what you are. Come here, come. Yeah. Evil. It's it's cool. It's cool. You're just as evil as Vision. Mm. In this episode, I'm as Ultron. Which I'm still. I am so sad that it was not James Spader, but I do think that uh, Ross Marquand did a solid job. And like, I, and I, I emulating him. True. And I actually want to say I called it. If you listen to the previous in our What If Himbo Bro episode, or What If episode, I said I don't think it's going to be James Spader. But I did not guess it was going to be Ross Marquand because he got the cadence of James Spader. He just didn't sound like James Spader. I think he was doing an amount to my theory. Oh, also, if you this is your first time listening to this podcast, what the fuck? You need to go back all the way to, like, WandaVision. Not WandaVision. What episode where the theories came, kicked in? I, I mean, s- they started with WandaVision. Because that was just a beautiful, magical creation of, like, ooh. Of, well, to quote a new show, what if? Um... You know, what if it was this? But, uh, yeah, I think it was like, I know they definitely, I think we started it like right around Loki, maybe right before Loki, somewhere in that area. Speaking of WandaVision, Catherine Hahn was robbed. Yeah, I was very disappointed in that. I mean, mind you, I haven't watched, um, Whatever the show was, the chick won from was it Mayor of Easttown? Yeah, Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, 
it's still on my list of things to get to, uh, but I'm just... I like to limit the sad things because, you know, the past 18 months have just been constant mm-hmm. sorrow. But this episode doesn't help much, though. Um, This one, honestly... It, was, not, it wasn't it wasn't sad to me like i mean there were sad parts like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong there were sad moments but it wasn't like the sort of like all-encompassing depression of the previous all-encompassing depression episodes yeah. you know like it's plus i think just because it's building up for like the ultimate team up i'm like just very jazzed about yeah um i lost my train i thought we was <laughs> god damn it oh yeah okay we was talking uh, all the time. um we was in a tangent within a tangent within a tangent here's, yes. the, here's this other tangent mm-hmm. hollywood don't like marvel marvel studios in general they'll get a few emmy wins or oscar wins for costuming or for music but when it comes to acting or direction hollywood's like fuck you i mean it's 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 not an, it's not it's i mean james I mean, Gunn james Gunn could defend these these act these directors as much as you can but it's going to get to the point where it's like look these mcu directors are going to be like fuck you we're doing we're actually yes it's formulated but we're this is the first time I'm actually speaking on this on any of these fucking podcasts. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I broke my own fucking rule. God damn it! It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We're, we're breaking universes here. We're breaking okay? universes. It's fine. Yeah. Gonna you, go to the multiverse right now. We're, if you heard the intro, we're definitely in the what if verse. Um, I hope we do not get DMCA because I actually uh, <laughs> use the what if opening for our podcast opening. I, f- oh. I fused it though with our normal podcast opening though. Nice, nice. So should be fine. We should be fine. Hopefully, but knock um, on wood. Shit, do I have wood? There's wood. Yeah, we ain't got no okay. money. We're not getting ads. But your thoughts, um, so far before uh, with um with Hollywood not liking Marvel before we get into this episode. Well, I don't think it's just Hollywood not liking Marvel. I think it's just Hollywood kind of being still like really dodgy and like aristocratic where they kind of still think of the old ways and it's like fun movies or like quote unquote popular movies because I mean even with like uh, what's his name fucking Christopher Nolan Mm -hmm. who has made so many amazing movies over the years still hasn't been nominated I'm pretty sure he still has not been nominated for director which is really funny because especially since they nominated and did give the Oscar to Heath Ledger for his great performance as the Joker in The Dark Knight, but like nothing for Christopher Nolan. So I think it's just it, Hollywood is just like fucking stodgy old people who still think of like the old ways where they're like, um, oh, it must be like drama or like because comedies don't really get love the only comedies that generally get any love are more of like the dark comedy type ones um or like the dramedies um so it's just 
Hollywood still has their heads up their asses, so they really need to like, um, like our government get more young blood in there, um, and you know, wake the fuck up because everybody knows the Emmys and the Oscars are all bought and paid for anyway by the studios promoting them. So it's like, who the fuck cares? True. It's fine. That is very true. It's my thought. Uh, we can totally do a huge, huge deep dive uh, on the Oscars at some future episode, because I will go down this rabbit hole of why the Oscars are meaningless. Mm. I will. We'll put a pin on that one. We will. But I still will watch Danny Villeneuve's um, Dune when it comes out. Just on HBO Max. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. you're not getting my money on that one, Dylan. I'm sorry. You, I know you want a sequel, but you're not getting one for me. Which, I mean, I feel bad for because I, I do love him and like he does make amazing movies. And I feel like that one's like, oh, we should probably see it on the big screen. But I'm also just like, I'm being petty. I hey, just he he could have been quiet, not saying anything about Marvel because you got the majority of your actors is in Marvel movies. And they're going to continue being Marvel movies and DC movies. And you just want to talk shit. That's like, that's like having the knife behind your back while shaking the person's hand. That's how I view it. Like, bro. I mean, yeah, he said a stupid comment, but it's like what he said, like, has no effect on my life. Like, yeah, he likes the movies. I'm sure he likes the movies, but yeah, he's just kind of being like slightly pretentious with that. But it's also just like any normal thing. People might be like, oh yeah, Marvel movies are fun, but they're not like fucking cinema. And I don't feel like anybody should take that uh, to heart and take it seriously because it's just, it's literally a difference of opinion. This opinion has no effect, bearing, or um, just doesn't touch you in any way shape or form you know like it's just something you shrug at and move on with whereas like if he were to be like oh yeah i could never do a movie with like a black lead because you know african americans don't sell movies like that's not an opinion that's a problematic viewpoint where it's like that's something to take offense at but just being like oh yeah marvel movies or whatever like oh who the fuck cares Thank you for bringing that up. What? Oh my God! What's his name? Um, he directed um, Drive. Oh yeah. Um, oh. What the fuck is his name? It's like a like Nick, a Swedishy. I think one Nick. No, Nicola Nick. Reffin? Wending. Wending Reffin. Reffing Wenden. Nicholas Wending Reffin. Mm-hmm. He. Is that it? I'm gonna Google that. I'm gonna Google that. I found because I I know what you're talking about. I think we talked about this on a previous thing before, where yeah, he like changed uh, the girl's race from Mexican to um, white because you know he thought only people would want to protect a white woman. That's problematic. It's problematic. Thank you for bringing it up. Now, what if episode one, season one, episode eight? What if Ultron won? We had a good, nice, light-hearted episode last week with um, Party Thor and Party Loki. 
if you will. So good. So and, good. And then we get to the last few minutes where even uh, the watch was like, wait, what? And then we see. Now I see this all online and they all agree with me. Ultra vision. Thank you. Thank you. Ultra vision. Yeah, no, I, it's Ultron. Ultra vision. All right. Anyway. No. <laughs> We're just going to have our little disagreement on that, and that's fine. Yes. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, damn it. I thought I had the, I had, I thought I had the perfect uh, soundbite for this one. I did not. Okay. All I have is, because I failed, all I have is this. So it's okay. I failed. All right. Um, I mean, we could totally get into this full discussion if you want to, because Vision is obviously parts of Ultron, Tony Stark, and Jarvis, mm -hmm. and was all moved and thrown together to create a completely new character, which is why it was Vision. Whereas, like Ultron was just creating this body for himself yeah. so it's like there's no nobody else but ultron so like that's just you know um me nerding out with it where I'm like he's ultron it's fine yep um, but like you call it ultra vision all you want all right so when he when um the watcher was breaking down the start of the episode and when he got to the part where he's like he succeeded on capturing the body we kept on going through my head, and Tony said it. Vision, I mean, Jarvis's cold is still in it, and he can still override Ultron. So I kept on thinking through the whole episode. But Jarvis's code was never in it until after the Avengers got the body, which they never oh. did in this thing. Okay, okay, okay. I knew, I, I knew, I was getting. I knew I was like, you know, how you knew you, you know, you're wrong, but you just need someone to like confirm, like, no, you, you are wrong. You was there. You was there. No, but you wasn't there. No. It's totally fine, because, I mean, like, look, there's 20-plus movies in this fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe 29. with all these different TV shows. There's a lot of fucking information to remember, and sometimes, like, it gets fucking jumbled and mislabeled in your brain, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it would... I know Ray loves to tease you about your nerd card, and it's totally fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm using my one. Fuck that nigga. Um... <laughs> sorry, that's very high pitched one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I was just flashing back to your guys' argument yesterday. It was great. God, it was so good. Um anyway. <clears throat> that was brotherly bickering. Um but we do kick off the episode with um Widow and Hawkeye um I guess strategically I guess fighting Ultron bots. Um, yeah, I but I just want to say again, I love that, like, Tony Stark is just the Kenny of What If now. Like, I really want someone in the next episode to be like, oh my god, they killed Tony! Like, just for me, like, because uh, it's just seeing him, just seeing him die again for the fifth time now. 
here, it's fucking hysterical. Here's the, it's hysterical. Here's the here's the funny thing though. Since you said that, the creator and showrunner said he knows people, and he said it verbatim what you said it. He knows people are gonna keep on saying Tony Stark is the Kenny of uh, what if. He said that is just not the case. He's just like it just happened. He's like it just happened during the writing, and he's, he's, uh-huh. he was like there's specific episodes where it makes sense. And he said, and it was actually, and he said, news reports got it wrong. There was two episodes they had to cut from season one that didn't really fit. There was an episode where there was going to be a party episode for uh, Tony and a fun episode for Black Widow. But they cut them because it wouldn't fit what was going on for season one. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. your theory is going to keep on going in season two. Tony's gonna keep on dying regardless. At this point, they just gotta roll with this joke. Yeah. Like they gotta roll like just keep just roll with it. Like, let dude bro whose name is escaping me right now, but the voice actor, um Win got Win Mark got, Mark shit. Wingert. There you go, thank you. Um like even if it's just for the same character, like, let him, like, start, like, racking up, like, death tallies so he can, like, compare with, you know, like, Sean Bean or Danny Trejo for most on-screen deaths. Um, just, just keep, just keep that joke going. I love it. Neil Madonna, um, who played Dum Dum Dugan, he did an interview with, uh, Michael Rosenbaum. And he said he knows how many on-screen deaths he had. And he was like, what? He was like, what kind of act? He was like, Sean Bean counts his. And he was like, all right, what's yours? 53. So Neil McDonough has been killed off in TV and animation and movies 53 times. I, I believe that. I mean, that man's been in a lot of stuff. And he's played a bad guy in a lot of things. Um... He said it was hard. So, yeah. He said it was hard playing Dum Dum Dugan in the MCU, only because he said he finds playing good guys harder than playing a villain. But he said, yeah, because you have to be like I feel like you have to be a bit more restrained with the good guys than you do with villains. And he said he actually had fun doing What If. He said he only had to be. He said he was at home recording, and he's um and they asked him, "Are you doing any more?" He said he can't say. I just imagine him, like, jumping into his, like, coat closet, like, and then saying that one line before he, like, jumps right back out again. And he's like, cool, I said it five times, there's different takes for you there, okay, bye. Here, pay me my $500 or whatever the fuck it was for that one line. I need to know how much they are getting paid for sure. But back to the episode. (laughs) Um, I do like the callback to Hawkeye's in-game look because his robotic arm is the mm, arm that mm-hmm. he is the arm that he had all those tattoos but he still has that corny ass haircut that, it, I, was, I think it was the opposite arm that had all the tattoos Hawkeye in-game because <laughs> yeah in this one it was his right arm that had his right arm was the robotic one Endgame. Go ahead, talk about the episode. I'm, I'm, I'm actually um, just Yeah, sorry. So yeah, I kind of love that, like, it still touches off Age of Ultron. Like, it goes 
like it's like if Age of Ultron went all according to Ultron's plan, like you get that little setup of like the nightmare vision Tony Stark had before he was like a suit around the world, like all of the bodies, even with like Cap's shield uh, broken, was like just mwah. but also the fact that like they weren't able to stop him this time from getting the codes because that's where Jarvis came in at least in the first movie he was helping Tony block Ultron from getting to the nuclear codes mm -hmm. but maybe this time around the change was like Ultron really did kill Jarvis like there was no like tiny little piece of him that escaped enough to save the world and so maybe that was like that one little change that then he was like ooh I've got the nuclear codes let's do some war games um and uh just the fact that like Natasha and uh Clint survived because they were in the Quinjet um that we do want to know a little bit more about Wakanda cause I'm like bitches had that shield but then by this point Ultron also would be made from vibranium, so he could probably just break through the shield. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to know more about that little bit, uh, which is, again, another thing I love slash hate about these episodes is... They're so short. I just want to see more! I want to know more! Like, they do these, like, great little gags, but then I'm like, no, but you have me thinking about this, and I want to see how this would have played out. But here's, um, the, here's the kick thing. This is this is the second longest um, what if episode. Thor's episode clocked in at thirty six. This clocked in at thirty seven, if I remember correctly. Ooh, we got an extra sixty seconds. <sighs> but um, also update on the Hawkeye thing, because the fucking images is flipped. I can't I can't tell from left or right. Because the images oh. are flipped. There's some images where he's flipped is on the right side of the image, and then there's some that's flipped on the left side of the image. I'm just gonna have to rewatch Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna. That's have to, totally fine. I'm just gonna have to rewatch Endgame. <laughs> yeah. But um, that vanilla ice haircut. That's <laughs> that hot topic. God damn it. Just, I mean, that is the haircut you go for, like. When you got nothing else to lose, because you're like, who the fuck cares? Even though that haircut does actually require uh, a lot more styling mm -hmm. um, than, like, the, oh, my family's dead and I'm sad um, thing. But yeah. whatever. Still love it. It was. Who's cutting his hair? That's, I, I know they're in Apocalypse Light. Is, is, is Natasha cutting Quinn's hair? Right, because, like, see, again, alright, sorry, tangent, everybody, I do apologize, but this is the thing, like, I love asking questions about, because it's like, what if, in the snap of Thanos, like, 50% of the world's population, or the universe's population is, like, dusted, but, like, what if all of the hairdressers were part of that 50%? Yeah. Mike. There's gonna be a lot of, uh, shaggy hair people. Um, it just, oh, like dumb questions like that, that I'm like, just, you know, keep me entertained. Um, hold the existential dread at bay. 
And speaking of black widows, there's a black widow spider between my outside door and my screen door. In between those. Mm. I'm just going to close this sliding glass door. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It won't close because of the desk. <laughs> if, mm-hmm. you, if you hear um, crashing, that means I'm killing the fucking thing. Uh, okay, so I just googled the question What arm does uh, Hawkeye have tattoos on? And it's his left arm Okay I'm, I'm serious just If you hear, it moved Alright, I'm about to fight You in my house You in my house Okay, you're not, you're not Lake Bell voicing Black Widow You're just a fucking spider I will kill you Motherfucker Alright, anywho Murder will happen <laughs> I don't fuck with spiders. I fuck with Spider Man. I fuck with Black Widow, Spider Woman, but I don't fuck with spi- actual spiders. But um, through this episode, we we hear Clint. He's tired. He does not want to keep on fighting, and you can tell his kids and wife is gone, which is a constant. It's a recurring thing, fridging throughout What If, but except for in the is. It's still fridging, but this is the opposite effect of the hero trying to save the day. This one, he's just like, family gone, what's the point of fucking fighting? See, I feel like this doesn't fall under fridging, just because then you would just have to, like, be like, oh, the earth was fridged for the betterment of Hawkeye and Black Widow's character development. Mm Mm-hmm. Which would be hysterical, since, like, they were literally running through a nuclear winter, um... In the opening scenes, I just want to know more about one, the fucking cybernetic arm, and two, um, that sweet, sweet cloaking cloak he had. Where I'm like, did you like? Where did you pilfer this from? Was this something in Shield? Also, like, how did either of you know how to do a cybernetic? arm again was this something in shield or stark towers but like those were taken over by ultron like these are just all of the questions i start asking and wondering about but then um, it, it, we would have got that they only just took up too much time from the actual plot like, i'm, I'm not saying i'm not saying this is stuff i wanted shown in the episode i'm just okay. saying these are questions that pop in my head because it's like they show you enough that you're like no okay cool I totally get this let's go but then like you think about it later and you're like no okay but now I do want to know more about that like Mm. interesting that's just how my brain works I ask questions and I don't (laughs) I like to ponder what if and I would rather fuck around to find out. <laughs> and this would be me in this episode. Oh, I fucked around and I definitely found out because while the Watcher is explaining everything and Ultron is going around decimating shit, he just stops like, wait a minute, I hear something. And it just really stops... <laughs> the watcher dead end and just like oh fuck this motherfucker can actually see me now okay and, but I feel like you jumped over in my notes I don't think I did cause we're just rejoicing you, you jumped over because, one of the 
best fucking scenes in this episode where Vision cuts Thanos in half, my oh, dude. That I was gonna get to, I was gonna get to that. It's like I thought that was like non sequential. No, that's what happened. He then gets all the stones, and that's when he can then start seeing that there's universes, and he senses the Watcher. Okay, uh, you want because you know when you gaze into the abyss, the abyss will gaze back at you. You want to know what I put for that scene? That all it took to kill Thanos was fucking Vision's beam. That was it. What mm. the fuck? That's what I put. It's, oh, oh my I, god! I'm okay, so, I'm sorry. I'm look. Oh, nope. Okay. No, nope. no, okay. let me, let nope. me, nope. no, nope. no, no, no. Let me get this. Let me get this out. Let me get this out. I get it. We need drama. We need to have a nope. sense of urgency in Infinity War. No. And Vision was damaged at the start of the movie. I get it. But no. if Vision is power. Vision only has one Infinity Stone, and we saw Thanos having all five in this animated short. No. Okay. Okay. So, here's why, like, I understand your anger where you're like, oh, that's all it took. But, like, here's the thing. You are comparing apples to oranges. You are comparing two different characters to one another. So, Vision is not the, like mechanical droid that only like thinks in facts he actually does have feelings and compassion and his first thought isn't generally kill whereas like um ultron is a fucking machine who thinks that bringing world peace is utter destruction but not only that the mind stone in his head is the same one that gave Tony the vision of all of the infinity stones in the universe so he kind of so Ultron sort of had that little nugget in his head thanks to the mind stone that he is like aware of infinity stones and what they are so like Obviously, Thanos comes in being, like, just the big, giant, titan, overconfident bastard that he is, preparing to do a fun little monologue. And Ultron, like, seeing those, immediately being able to process it because he's a fucking machine, um, and then can just immediately wipe him away without him having a defense because, again... Thanos is an overconfident douche nozzle. That is a term I've so never like, heard you use in a while. Yeah. So like no. They're vastly two different characters because in fucking like, Infinity War, like Vision's more human at that point. And like humans are really like the vast majority of us, our first instinct isn't to kill. Like, I'm not snitching on myself on this one. <laughs> so, just saying, like, 
No, just as politely as I can, shooting down your theories. What theories? I didn't say a theory, I just said... Your explanations, whatever the fuck you want to call them. I saw red for a second. Alright, I'm back, baby. Yeah! Um, but yeah, that easily, um, that, well, I was gonna say, you know what, fuck, I'm bringing it back. Ultra Vision! Took down Thanos. I do like this armor, though. That is, a, that is, it's, that is a sexy looking armor. Yeah. Medieval times. But, we got to this point. I like the fact that it kept it, it still, it felt like it was R, but it kept it PG as much as they could. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like it was just fun, poetic justice, that, like, a uh, mad titan who always talks about perfect balance is then perfectly cut in half. Like, that's just, mwah. Chef's kiss was good. I like that. Um. Then we get to the scene I jumped. Uh, I got. I jumped to. Um. We get more of Je of uh, Jeffrey Wright. Him being now at the center of the the forefront of this episode. Now I, th now I still feel like I'm jumping because he was this after him fighting Ultron or before he started fighting Ultron where he's trying to get Wanda and god damn it still thinking about WandaVision when he um gets Natasha and Clint gets to Natasha and Clint and tries to get them to like get to that box was it it's before they started fighting but after he noticed that Ultron noticed him okay so like there was that like meeting of the eyes i guess if you will the connecting of the eyes um and then he's like oh shit oh shit <laughs> yeah because i'm like where the fuck are the other watchers where are the celestials because he did he did say yeah old, like you just said Ultron is very confident, but he's like, he he just like he's still stepping toe to toe with a fucking celestial. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think touching back on my other the theory um, is that yeah, like the Watchers are all watching their own different like multiverses. So like, you know, like their own ring of time, whatever the fuck we want to call it, like. You know, the Citadel at the end of time, like, they're sort of, like, monitoring their own, like, just set of of multiverses. Mm -hmm. At yeah. least that's what I think in the context of this show, since we have only seen uh, Uatu and nobody else. Because uh... I feel like if he's going to be bringing this, like, cool group together, like he could easily just, like, call his homies and, like, all these, like, try and be like, yo, bro, he's gonna kill us all. And then maybe the Watchers would be like, oh, fuck, okay, great. 
<laughs> I'm surprised I, he didn't get like trauma from watching like the nuclear winter on Earth in that one thing. Since isn't that what happened to their planet in the comics, which led them to be like, "Oh, we're not going to touch anything anymore because everybody dies." I'm going to assume it's the way how he said he was most saddened by this universe he was looking at. So I'm going to assume it, that is the hint to um, the um, the Watcher's origin. But also, I just remember, I don't think we ever heard him say his actual name. He's only referred to himself as the Watcher. So, could he be Uatu or just another Watcher? That's, that is my theory. Could he be someone else or could he be Uatu? Because I don't ever remember Uatu being... This so ingrained in the story until what um, Galactus was trying to devour the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be very interesting, just for the watch in terms of the Watcher him themselves. Um, well, himself, itself, going forward. Um, but I did. Um, I'm looking at my notes. I'm not, now I'm not confident in my notes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Why? Just you took your notes. All right. So we're at the point where he has the mind stone, mind, body, and conscience. However, cleansing the earth, Ultraman and Thanos comes to search of the mind stone, kills him. Perfectly, per- now within your terms, perfectly balanced, split in half. He goes to as As all mad titans should be. He goes to Asgard first, blows it up. He goes. He goes the ego, just, just like an ant swarm, just like absorbed it. Um, Destroyed Sovereign, destroyed Sakar. Killed the majority of the Guardians that was on that planet. So Peter Quill is officially dead on the screen. Killed. Um, he kills Damn the grandmaster. Uh-huh. He kills the gra- um grandmaster and um, Korg. He kills Carol Danvers and Xandar. Then he just sits there, just um with the just his level um he just sits there, and then we kick in to what you was mentioning. He got that consciousness, and then he realized the Watcher's presence. Um, the Watcher stops overseeing that portion of the rally. Still says there's hope for it to survive, but we, we as soon as he says that, then we cut to Hawkeye and Black Widow arrive at the KGB KGB archives. Um, mm-hmm. they make that joke about Raiders of the Lost Ark, and soon as the lights kicked on, Hawkeye realized how big the damn facility is. Yeah. Even I would be like, oh, for the love of God. Even I was like, all oh, that yeah. walking. Just all oh, that walking. And then Don't we- take so much time. I was like fully expecting the Watcher to just be like, still, like, he was just there floating, but like to like kind of like make his like finger corporeal so he could just like push out the right box to be mm-hmm. like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Look here. <laughs> Look at this box. It's just him being like, 
<laughs> you're right there no it's right there like that was just oh that was so good but this is the first time we actually see the watcher actually having fear over something see him being we saw him being judgmental the doctor strange episode um we see him give remorse which will be at the top of this episode but like this is like within the same episode he was actually in fear of something um and him like like you like you said you, you want him to actually interfere but he goes against it but Natasha finds it anyway but before she finds it she finds Red Guardian's shield which is pretty great a call back to Dave Harbour's Red Guardian um then they go through looking for it uh, him and um Clint and Natasha has a good heart to heart um, this is where we actually find out that Clint is just ready to give up. He's just, he's tired. I mean, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of understandable, because for all they know, they are just the last two people on the planet. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, Constantly having to stay ahead of a fucking omnipotent droid. Yeah. That's everywhere. Sees everything. Like that's exhausting. I'm exhausted just having to remember to like not have a panic attack when I'm outside and I don't if my mask isn't on. Like if I'm walking outside and I'm like it's hanging from my ear and then someone's like walking toward me and then I'm like oh my god panic attack I have to put my mask on because someone's walking by me. Like I'm exhausted. Yeah, like and that shit. Like me and my instantly fear right now that my room is getting dark and I can only see that spider. Yeah, I mean, like, you obviously should have killed the poisonous spider when you had the chance, but now they're just gonna wait in the dark for you to fall asleep. <clears throat> as soon as we're done recording, I'm killing this bitch. Um, so they can then strike. I'm killing this motherfucker as soon as we're done recording. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> if you can find it, don't make me stop. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. So he's success when they successfully find it. The watcher goes back to his multiversal domain, but Ultron breaks through, and he attacks. Oh, and that I was a fight. Oh, okay. So number one, I love that the watcher kind of looks like he's in his own almost like mirror dimension glass dimension like it mimics like the doctor strange was it glass dimension like what was that fucking like or was it the mirror dimension i can't even remember what it was called but yeah. you know like in that doctor strange where yeah. they had a lot of those fights where they would do that mirror dimension like yeah um so i like that it just it's like mirrors or like windows for him to just look into everything. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. And then like him thinking he banished Ultron only for him to pop up behind him. Ugh. And then Ultron just punches him through all these different dimensions. Ugh. Just, God, it was so good. And that one portion where um, Ultron just bit through a fucking nebula. Fucking Galactus, that shit. Like, that's your hint, people, to Galactus. 
two scenes to say into Galactus. At that. Okay. But I also, okay, so number one, I love when the Watcher is like, you cannot compute the power of my will. Like, think, yes, the wonderful line. But then I love that he has almost like a um, Sailor Moon-esque transformation with like swirling lights and bubbles and everything while he like glows so his unif- his fucking armor can pop in that was my fucking immediate thought after he said that and then did his transformation and I'm like oh my god it's Sailor Moon it's Sailor Moon he fucking Sailor Mooned that shit and I was very happy ooh I can tell you don't like that comparison that's fine no, it's been a minute since I've seen Sailor Moon I'm just trying, mm-hmm. I'm just going back like wait what transformation for Sailor Moon like you know you don't watch nothing for for a very long time and you have to sit there and be like all right and this is like three different versions of Sailor Moon out right now because you have the 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 net the Hulu version that just came out not to like three years ago then you have the one from the 90s and you got the one from the 80s there's only like two versions of Sailor Moon. Well, if we're talking cartoons, it's there's Sailor Moon and then Sailor Moon Crystal, which was just Sailor Moon, but with like revamped graphics. And then the OVAs. That adds more to it. We're not doing, we're not going down, we're not going on another tangent. Alright. <laughs> um, we, go, we go, we're back in Siberia. Um, Natasha Clint finds Zola, the last remaining um, AI on the planet. Um, I just love that it was in the same like facility where they had the um, like Winter Soldier program. <laughs> so you see the um, what the fuck would you call them? Like the containers of Winter Soldiers, like cryo cryo freezers. Cryo, with yeah, cryo, cryo chambers, cryo chamber. There you go. Um, we learn Clint's middle name is Francis. Clint. That was pretty funny. Francis Barton, which is actual, which is his actual middle name in the comic books. <laughs> so it's there, but it, it was still funny. Clint Francis, even Natasha, cracked on him on that one. Um, they their plan was was going good until Zola actually said, "Well, he's no longer in this. Pl- he's in the universe." So they're like, "So the plan was working only for a certain extent," and then we get this uh, all, uh callback to Infinity War. Wait, no, Endgame. We got this callback to Endgame. But Clint was like, no, he just let go. We got that awesome shot of him and all those, that that army of Ultron bots and whatever type of arrow he had right there. They not only killed him, but killed every of those Ultron bots. It was a good, it was a good death. And Natasha still got her superhero landing like a poser. <laughs> Callback. Um, meanwhile, the Watcher's still fighting Ultron. 
Like, god damn, this motherfucker. It's like, just... it was a great fucking fight sequence. <laughs> because, like, both of them are so powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, and just wailing on each other. And again, Ultron eating a galaxy is just... Ugh, ugh. And then, as his last ditch effort. Oh my god, Steve Rogers as president? Whoa. Sorry, that was forgot that was one of the universes they smacked into. Yep, and that's where old, um, the Watcher disappeared. And where did he end up at? He went to his monologuing again. And then coming out of the shadows from his own little prison that he made on his own. Doctor Strange Supreme. The Watcher. Where did that? Where did that take you to? Right back here to me. Now he has to ask the one person he doesn't want to for help. And then, screen went black. Also, I am so excited. Season finale next week. The multiverse Avengers. Oh, okay. So number one, I'm just gonna love like Strange Supreme. Just like whooping ass with just all those different like creatures and entities that he has absorbed. Like just I can't wait. Can't wait to see it. Because like if the only two people in this show that have had the power to sense the Watcher was Ultron and Strange Supreme. Like, that's gonna be a awesome, like, fucking Constrain- fight sequence. Because Strange Supreme is a powerful motherfucker by this point. Like, I just... I think it's... Oh, it's. I think it could be so fucking great. I, um, I think this is how the Watcher felt at the end. I think that's how he felt having to ask Strange for help. I know you can't see me, but I am shaking my head right now. (laughs) I had that queued up ready to go. (laughs) I finally had it. Yeah. So, my Where's thing. the alcohol? Where's the alcohol? Uh, I don't have any. Damn it. <laughs> Should I play it again? Yes, I'm going to play it again. Oh my god, now I'm just going to run to the liquor store. It's fine. <laughs> now, my theory on who could be the multiversal Avengers for The Watcher. Um, we already know Doc Strange is one. I think because they kept on saying him, um, I hate this not, um, Haley Atwell did more than one episode, so I'm gonna assume Captain Carter's coming back. So that's two. I think Chadwick Boseman's final performance will be the season finale as a Black Panther Star Lord. Um, I'm gonna say Spider Man. We didn't see Gamora, so I'm going to assume Gamora 
Black Widow, maybe Armin Zola? Yeah, because the trailers have showed... So the trailers they've showed so far, we see uh, Gamora with um, fucking the knife, Thanos's or knife, Thanos's like, sword, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, uh, we see uh, Star-Lord, T'Challa, T'Challa Lord? T'Challa Lord. Um, Star-Lord. I'm gonna call him T'Challa Lord, so, you know. Lord T'Challa! Uh, and then also fucking dude bro, um, Thor. Panther Man, um, Killmonger. Killmonger is alive. Yeah. Um, and we do see, like, Peggy and Supreme Strange talking to each other, so yeah, I think they're gonna be there. Uh, Dude Bro Thor also gonna be there. But I would just, okay, so I would love if, like, Dude Bro Thor is there, then, like, Dude Bro Loki is there, too. Like, Jotun Loki. I would, I would love to see it. Just... I would love it. It's probably not going to happen, but I would love it. Um, and then, yeah, definitely interested for uh, post-apocalyptic Black Widow and Zola. Like, I just imagine her, like, showing up with, like, Zola just over her shoulder. Like, let's go, you dumb shit. Come on. But I think that's obviously going to be towards, like, the end of the episode, because Zola's going to be... I don't want to say, like, quote-unquote, the saving grace, but, like, they're, um... A hero in his own a- They're AI in the hole. Damn it, I didn't have my rim shot ready for that one. God damn it. It's okay. Damn. I gotcha. All I have is this. Congratulations. You played yourself. Hmm. Well... <laughs> I made myself laugh. That's all that matters. Yes. <laughs> but I would give this episode. This was this was the hardest episode to give it um, a rating towards because it was just like it was enjoyable. It wasn't that bleak as it made it out to be because there's still some form of hope, hopefulness to it. But it was just still like I felt like I. This is gonna be shocker. I felt I wish this was shorter than the other. With um, I wish this was shorter. While on the opposite version, I wish the zombies episode was longer. Like I'm picking, choosing like what episodes that I want longer or what that I didn't want shorter. Like the T'Challa, mm-hmm. the Star Lord T'Challa episode. I wish that was longer. Like I want to see more Kara Gillian's Nebula chatting it up, being flirty, flirty with T'Challa. Mm. I want more. <gasps> oh, okay, but now I'm wanting like Yondu and his arrow, and then like um, Ravager Thanos to also be at this battle. Like, oh my god, can you imagine like Ravager Thanos and Zombie Thanos fighting each other? Because now I want to see that. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right, I'm with you on that one. Because Zombie Thanos has the Infinity Gems. Well, he's got five of them. We didn't see him get the sixth one. 
Yeah, but he's got enough to fuck shit up if he remembers how to. Um. We have to wait till next week. And then that's it. I I loved this episode, so I'm giving this one like fucking 10 out of 10. Oh, wow. And I'm going to give it a big fat nothing because I don't know what to rate it. So... There you go. I'll just wait till we rate the whole entire fucking season. You're giving it a what if out of what if. Mm-hmm. A what if out of what if. Thank you. That's a new yeah. rating. You're welcome. Um, coming after what if, we have Hawkeye, but that won't be out till November. End of November, which I'm just like, damn it, that's so far away. <laughs> And we have <sighs> Star Wars Visions already up on the podcast feed, so check that out. Until the next, what if? Go pondering. That is a that was that that was just horrible. Oh my! That God. was not great. Just be prepared oh. for some spectacular events coming soon to this channel right here. Oh, I have to give myself this. <laughs> I'm still just shaking my head.